Ricky, he's gonna see. I'm turning into a mermaid. Boys, I'm afraid of the water. <laughs> Cause I'm no ordinary girl. Hi, Rogue. Hey, Zax. Hi, Karina. Hey, Zax. Hey, Rogue. Hi, Karina. So, Rogue, you've seen yes. Lin. Oh, sorry. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to Lindsay Lohan Month. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Look at us sinking up. <laughs> so, Rogue, your thoughts on Lindsay Lohan's movie Mean Girls? Did you like it? Dislike it? Excellent movie. I definitely forgot how much I liked it until I watched it again. Um, has like an 84 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a good sign. All-star cast, oh my goodness. I went back and watched it, and I was like, I didn't know half of these people. I remembered Lindsay Lohan, and I remembered Amy Poehler, and that was pretty much it. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many good, great actors in this movie. Tina Fey, Rachel McAdams, Amanda's... I was going to say Seinfeld, but that's not her last name, but we all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. God, I love um, her. Yeah, Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> mm -hmm. I used to not like her because she looked weird to me, but like as I've gotten older, she looks fine. <laughs> She's cute. I love her. <laughs> no, I like her. Um, <laughs> Tim Meadows, like so many great people. And then, of course, it's directed by Lauren Michaels mm -hmm. or produced, whatever. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, just I, I love Mean Girls. Wonderful. I'm in the same camp. Is as well but this is something we mentioned when we talked about how we were going to do this video that you mentioned you'd never seen or heard of Mean Girls 2 is that correct I did not know there was a sequel oh how okay. I envy you probably because it was direct to video or the equivalent ABC of direct family. to video yeah so but as Karina and I have seen it and we actually went the extra mile and rented it. And I had to pay it. $5 Canadian to watch this movie on YouTube. <laughs> I am so angry. <laughs> I did the American $3.99. I'm so oh. pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I paid to watch this horrible movie. So how this is going to work, just so you can know what you're in for, and everyone at home can know what they're in for, is I'm going to ask you about something that I feel the original Mean Girls did well, and your thoughts on it, and then Karina and I will explain how Mean Girls 2 trashed that and <laughs> killed that. Ruined it. <laughs> okay. And then spit on its grave. <laughs> And did a dance. I'm just, I'm so. <laughs> and let me just, be, before we start. So I mentioned the Rotten Tomato score of the first Mean Girls movie. Let me look up the Rotten Tomato score of the second one. Just so that we have a general idea of mm -hmm. maybe the difference between them. I also have a fun There's fact. There's no Rotten Tomato score. I have a fun fact about <laughs> the production of the second Mean Girls movie. Mm -hmm. okay. So normally when you film a movie, it takes like a number of months, right? Maybe a year if you're like being extra particular. Mean Girls 2 was filmed in 22 days. What? Less than a month. And it really shows because I think every shot we see is the first take. 22 it's that days. bad. It's okay. so terrible. Well, 
So, Mean Girls 2. There's no critic consensus, probably partially because it was straight to video. But the audience score is 31%. That's too Um, high. Which, I mean, that says a lot because normally the audience score typically is way higher than the critic score. Um, Yeah. It's too high. The audience score is... Well, this is kind of like an interesting um, thing. Like, my theory that I guess we can talk about more as we go on. But, like, Drew Gooden did his video about sequels that aren't actually sequels. And this is definitely one of those types of movies. In that if they had just taken Mean Girls off of it and they took out the plastics, they gave Tim Meadows up, and they just made this movie, it would have been nothing it people would have just forgotten about it and been like yeah that was a good way to waste 20 minutes do you remember (laughs) when i said that 2014 endless love is fan fiction of the 1984 endless love mean girls 2 feels like wattpad quality fan fiction of the first mean girls that was written by a 13 year old girl who didn't fit in uh who had a bully named mandy (laughs) Yeah. Who <laughs> wished she had a rich friend. It's garbage what I'm trying to say. I guess one thing I will say, though, and I think this will, we're going to get, well, I'll wait for that. <laughs> First thing I want your thoughts on, um, what did you think of just the general aesthetic of North Shore? Was it a high school you'd want to go to? Um, This is always a weird question for me because I feel like people ask ask me still um, 10 years after high school if I liked <laughs> the high school that I went to and I'm like yeah yeah, I guess I mean I wasn't like oh man I wish I could go to this other high school <laughs> that was just never a thought that crossed my mind did you like There's... I guess let me rephrase the question okay. like did you like the look of the school like the bright colors like did it look like just the I mean it looks like it looks like a school Okay. It's just, I don't know. It looked very, I mean, this movie came out in 2004. It looked very early 2000s. I'll make this question even easier. Does the school look bad? No. Okay. Okay. Well, yes. Thank you. You helped me out. So in Mean Girls 2, North Shore was basically, I guess, sold to the 1984 dystopia because it's just gray. There's cameras around, the big old windows, and just monitors everywhere. And that's the school. Can I hear in the USSR? (laughs) That is odd. But to be fair, I think I've heard people complain about some... Um, high school movie sets like where are the windows there's no mo- there's no windows in this high school in this movie um my high school did not have any windows <laughs> so i mean to be fair plenty. some some rooms in my high school did not have windows which was weird and it made me very claustrophobic <laughs> my my high school didn't have it wasn't just like some classrooms didn't have windows there were no windows <laughs> in the whole school the only place that had oh my any gosh. like <laughs> It was built during the 70s during an energy crisis, oh. I guess. So, um, the only place that had any, like, views to the outside was in the, the, um, court, the foyer, whatever, the quad. There was, um, skylights. And I think there were, the only reason there were skylights is because there were trees that were inside, like, real trees. So Ooh. they had to get sunlight to grow. I like when schools oh. have that. 
I like they do work in like elementary schools and like there's some that were like built in the 70s and they'll have those Mm -hmm. like kind of in okay would you call it a courtyard where it's like there's it's like a room but outside I don't think that description Mm -hmm. makes any sense there's trees in the school like the quad yeah Yeah. that's what I'm thinking of the quad yeah um anyway but okay yeah like I guess it's just like this is supposed to be the same school and it's very clearly not. Which is just like, at that point, why can't it just be like, Janice That's Ian's cousin school. goes to this school across the way. Or not like, even like, they're related. It could just be like, hey, this is a situation that can happen literally anywhere else in America. Literally at any time. Look, here it is happening again. At this different school, in this different yeah. city, in this different, I almost said province, yeah, in this different state. <laughs> yeah. To be fair... The first Mean Girls was filmed largely in Toronto. Come on, Toronto. (laughs) You did something right. Why do they film here so much? It's not a pretty city. So, so far, you're giving (laughs) them a pass on the aesthetic. That's fine. No, okay. From what you tell me, there's monitors and cameras everywhere. That's kind of (laughs) weird. Well, they come into play. Is it foreshadowing? Yeah, here's. I'll just say. Not in the school, though. No, there are monitors all over the school. Like, to do, like, the news and announcements, like, all the time and stuff. But there are, like, monitors in several different locations. We. We had them in the classrooms for, like, morning announcements because we'd have, like, tech Mm. students do little, like, news shows. They're really fun. I really like the one that my friends did. Uh, and then, like, one in the foyer where it's like, here's the slideshow of all the fun stuff we've done this year. <laughs> Not, like, everywhere. Yeah. Well, like, I guess everywhere if it's in and, every room. Not every room had them, and just And we'll the get nice into, ones. like, the details of this a little later. But just mind you that the fact that these monitors are everywhere will come into the girl-on-girl warfare later. Speaking of girl-on-girl. <laughs> so, thoughts on Lindsay Lohan... Katie Heron. Um, I thought she was a very good character. <laughs> That's so lame saying that. Um, <laughs> she was homeschooled. She was in Africa. <laughs> um, for if you're from Africa, why are you white? <laughs> oh my God! You can't just ask people why they're white. Um, (laughs) see okay before you keep going i'm sorry i have to interject part of the reason why the second mean girls is so bad this is not the only reason why it's bad there's plenty more uh we're gonna have an hour-long discussion as to why it's not good but mean girls 2 is so oh my gosh yes the dialogue sucks the dialogue is terrible if i didn't write it down it would have been lost forever forever Mm -hmm. it I remember one line, literally one line, because it's kind of funny. Oh, okay. The rest is just garbage <laughs> trash. I could quote, like, I don't know how many Mean Girls quotes. You go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> oh my god, Danny DeVito, I love your work. When I was in fifth grade, me and my two friends at the time were obsessed with it. We would spend every lunch just going through the movie. We knew all the words. <laughs> and, like, I think, and, like, 
when I was in middle school, if I was ever bored in class, I would just watch Mean Girls in my head. I knew it that well. <laughs> like <laughs> That reminds me of this. Sometimes I'd watch Shrek in my head. <laughs> so, very quotable. Okay. What I didn't hear so, you say about Katie Heron, though, uh, was that she's not like other girls. And that is Tess from Camp Rock's <laughs> whole character. Oh, God, I hate, I've gotten up from my chair. I hate Tess from Camp Rock so much. I hate her. Okay. She does have a name. Her character's name is... I don't care what her name is. All right, we'll stick with Tess from Camp Rock for the rest of this. <laughs> One thing... Um, oh, she makes me so angry. Jenny Heron was a homeschool jungle freak. Um, that that label was given to her by society, right. right? And she did, she, like, she had lunch in the bathroom, which was kind of weird. I don't know why you would choose the bathroom. I feel like there were other places you could go. The hallway. I guess I didn't know why she did it. Your locker. I don't know why she did it in the stall. I mean, like, it was funny to look at. I don't know why she needed to take the right. whole tray, but, like, girl, just take your sandwich it's and a go good... hang out in the bathroom. And you could just sit there. Like, you could sit against your locker. There are lots of places you could go. I understand thematically why it was yeah. done. It's shown to represent, like, how alone right. she feels yeah. and how isolated she is from the rest of the school. But logically... <laughs> It's stinky in there. Yeah. Why would you eat food in there? Yeah. <laughs> but, and she's a smart girl. Yeah. Well, like, so, okay, um, mm, I was about to say something that the comments would kill me for. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, well, she's never, like, went to school. Actually, no. Yeah, she never went to school. She wouldn't know. No, she'd be in a public restroom before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know. But where do we know where in Africa she was? Like it wasn't South Africa. It wasn't like they. I think a big city, right? It's like the Sahara. Yeah, where they yeah. Because her parents are zoologists. Yeah. So okay. So um. Okay, so the comments aren't gonna tell me I'm racist because uh, I'm assuming that there are no public restrooms in Africa. I know that there are public restrooms <laughs> in Africa. All of Africa is not a jungle. I know that. Also, don't call me out. She hadn't spent her entire life in Africa. It was 12 years. So I mean, from 4 to 16. I know, but like... I don't, I don't remember public restrooms when I was oh, little. I, <laughs> they I remember the flushy toilets you. that were automatic. <laughs> yeah. I remember that my sister hated the automatic flushy toilets. I mean, who doesn't? They always surprise you. I hate it. You're like, I'm not but done honestly, yet. honestly, because I'm so used to the automatic ones, I feel gross with the manual ones. Like, I don't... We all touched <laughs> this. I don't want to touch it. you step on it with your foot. Yeah, when I... You're going to wash your hands afterwards when, anyway. Like, I forget. I was, like, so little. But someone, I guess, like, took me to, like, the movies or whatever. And like to babysit me i guess like i just want to like phrase that i was a little girl because just to like we're clear on like why an adult would like needed to help me in the bathroom but anyway she taught me the kick thing this is axe as a grown woman <laughs> this was yesterday <laughs> um, and you weren't social distancing just, uh -oh. oh god dating this audio <laughs> gets worse and worse but then um she taught me the kick thing and i used to do it like a little like fighting move and i felt so strong <laughs> that you still do it today right <laughs> you know, yeah yeah 
You have to. So, you gotta do a little like fighting stance before you like go a in there. Battle cry. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like do a whole haka before you go in there. Yummy, <laughs> yummy, got to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, cast guidance on yourself. The point was that like. Katie, like, finds out that people think she's a homeschool jungle freak. In the mo opening monologue, Tess from Cal Camp Rock straight up tells us, she was like, it doesn't, just because I move schools all the time and I'm not like other girls, doesn't mean that I'm a loner with a highly evolved defense mechanism. Well, okay, it does. I'm like, shut up, Tess from oh, Camp Rock. Oh my goodness, right off the bat, like, they just, like, keep beating it over your right head. Right off the bat, you hate her. Just, I'm not, like other girls people like i ride a vespa her, and i wear leather jackets like it is, it is <laughs> literally just an oc i was going to say i meant to say before yeah, i it's my I got OC. ahead of myself i was going to say that i think you might enjoy tess from camp rock's existence because she definitely gives me marissa vibes yeah in the corner when you, said <laughs> <laughs> when you said rides a vespa and wears leather jackets i just had like immediate flashback i like she's super edgy <laughs> she like has she's just i wrote her she's super edgy and has her not like other girls stick crank to a thousand like and I just want to, like... This movie hates women. I'm gonna say it. This movie hates women. <laughs> the first Mean Girls absolutely didn't hate women. <laughs> yeah. Mean Girls, the first one, the better one, loved women. It loved girls. <laughs> it was like, hey, girls, we know high school absolutely blows. And we know that the social system of high school also blows. But guess what? Everybody else is in the same boat as you. You see Regina George, she's got some things going on in her life. You see Janice over there, she's got stuff going on in her life. That's okay. This, this Mean Girls 2 says, hey women, I hate you, you're terrible. <laughs> Remember that. Don't be like those other girls who suck. You gotta be cool. And there's other stuff there's very say, but well, like, we'll get into I that. Think, and also, like, a note that I have is just, like, I feel like the appeal of Katie and, like, what Lindsay got across so well in the movie is it's that, one, she is, she's actually not like other girls, not, like, by them telling us, but, like, we get to see, like, she really likes math. She wants to be a mathlete. And, like, she, you know, yeah. she wasn't, she was never in this environment before, so she is... It, like objectively different but like a fish out of yeah water. and like the whole thing is her journey like at a certain point like she drinks the kool-aid and then she's like whoa who have i become and like grows from that tess she, my sweetest friend <laughs> she shows up and she's like i've been to schools like this before i know all the clicks and tropes no one needs to like hold her hand and like guide her through which again i know we don't need like a shot for shot remake but like why is tess from camp rock such trash another thing that happens like mm -hmm. in that scene where she's like i've been to school like this before i'm like okay shut up but when that scene is happening she's like walking into school and she's parking her vespa because she drives a vespa because she's different <laughs> 
So she's walking through the parking lot and she's like, you can tell a lot about people by the cars that they drive. And she's like pointing at the different cars and it's trying to be like the lunchroom scene mm. from the first one. And it is a disappointing uh, attempt at being like, remember this movie that was so much better? She's like, yeah. But it's like, here are the muscle cars. Here are the smart cars who are new, learn. I don't know what's wrong <laughs> with me tonight, ladies. <laughs> The nerd loser cars in here, like, and then, like, for no reason, it's like, ooh, and here, like, the, like, cute cars who will, like, mm, take your clothes off. I'm like, there's so much slut shaming in this movie that it makes me genuinely angry. And this movie already makes me genuinely just, angry. Yeah, it's just a weird. It hates women. It's a weird take, like, the things they did to Tim Meadows in this movie. It's just, I don't know. Unforgivable. Wait, is Tim Meadows in this movie? Yes, he's still Principal <gasps> Duval, and they took all the They ruined his character. Okay, like, well, no. while we're on the topic, I guess, what were your thoughts on Tim Meadows? What did you like about him in the original movie? Okay, so I love Tim Meadows. I've seen him in s- several teacher roles mm-hmm. um, that he's done, and he's always so great in those roles. Um... He's like the perfect teacher, <laughs> the perfect uh, person for a teacher role, I guess. Um, he, I don't know, this this one in Mean Girls, he like tried to intervene when it was appropriate, left things to other people when that was appropriate, <laughs> um, obviously was trying to get with Tina Fey. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Like, honestly. Um, I don't know. He just... He was a good teacher. Well, in the years between Lindsay and Tess from Camp Rock... Principal Duval fell on some hard times. Like apparently there were sexual assault allegations he was worried oh, no. about resurfacing. He just oh, oh, no. Well, okay, so like in Mean Girls, when he is pure, yeah. Well, not in this. They ruined his character. Anymore. He uh, he's and I, I like one thing that was fun about him is like he was just enough like like the kind of cynical educator where it's like kind of tired of it but like you can still tell like he does genuinely care about the students right. but like he's just kind of like like the oh how was your summer oh i got carpal tunnel how was your yeah, summer like, i got divorced that's good that's good none of yeah, that like in this fun movie deadpan humor but this was just like droopy dog with deadpan delivery <laughs> and it was just a whole mess and it was just like Who's a sex pervert, apparently? I guess we're supposed to assume that they were wrongly filed against him. But why is that a joke? Why is that a joke that this movie thought was gonna land? They're like, sexual assault allegations. That's so funny, am I right, teens? Especially for something that is, like, a real issue in in many high schools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Like, we all remember that one episode that we recorded where we were just like, hey, remember the bullying that we girls experienced in high school? It was just sexual harassment and assault. It's a real thing that happens in high school. And why this movie was like, this is okay. 
This is this fine. Is like I don't see joke. a problem here. Yeah, I... It... None of the jokes really land, I guess, except the one that Corrine is holding on to for dear life, which we'll get to later. <laughs> it's really not that funny, but just the delivery of it, I'm like, okay, that was kind of funny. I think when funny. we get into it, it's definitely going to be one of those things where it's like, I haven't laughed in so long, so this, like, is mildly funny, but now, like, it's really good because, like, of how yeah. the absence of humor from the last, like, hour and a half of your life. But, okay, moving on. Thoughts on Janice, Ian, and Damien? They are the perfect uh, misfit trope, and I realize that it is a trope, but it's the trope done well. Um, They are the, like, the misfits, but (laughs) only by the definition of they literally do not belong in any other group. Like, (laughs) even the loser group, they don't belong in that group. Yeah. Yeah. and then I just really like that um, Katie was able to find these friends as quickly as she did. It didn't, like, linger on, mm-hmm. oh, she's eating the bathroom every day and blah, blah, blah. Like, she was able to find the It's friends. like the next yeah. day. Yeah, exactly. The next day she got friends. Um, I love that Janice calls her Caddy <laughs> for the whole movie. Yeah. That is definitely not something I it's noticed. Like, oh, it's Katie. I'm going to call you Caddy. <laughs> That's not something I noticed when I was younger, but that is such a cool, cool isn't the right word. It's a funny characterization yeah. of her. It's kind of, it's kind of also a little bit of foreshadowing. Right. Because, like, she does become catty. catty yeah. oh. Like, personality-wise, yeah. Okay. Ooh, just pick that up on the spot. Mm. Look at me, film analyzer. Wow, you go. And, like, I Look mean... at me, really stretching before these reaches. <laughs> I think they really just, like, are so interesting because, like, we don't get to see, like, a lot of characters like them because, like, yes, like, they have, like, the, like, Janice Ian has a very intense aesthetic going on, but at the same time, like, when you spend time with her, she's just, like, a, like, like a person. She's not just always saying, like, right. the blood and death that I love all the time, which is, like, something that, like, and she's I, also not, yeah. She's also not always just saying, like, quips. She, on the outside, looks like one of the I'm not like other girls thing, but she's just, like, a normal teenage teenager yeah, in her own way that's not, you know. And then um, Damien is, like, the gay, f- the gay friend trope, mm-hmm. but he's not, I mean, they didn't play out his stereotype to the extreme. Yeah. Which I feel like a lot of movies really skirt the line of doing that with the gay friend trope, especially in high school, because I feel like... Mm-hmm. We all remember gay best friend and uh, how that movie is a travesty. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, we... I oh, we can movie. talk about that movie another time. Like, I have feels. But, mm-hmm. like... It's such an... I have some words oh about gosh, that movie. Oh, my gosh, it's so interesting. Anyway... <laughs> so trash. Jojo deserved better. Honestly, I was just glad to see her. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, Jojo, you're back. What was the last movie you did? RV? I'm here. I can't watch RV anymore. It, like, makes me cry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think what with all these characters in the original movie, like, yes, they're all, like, tropes, and they're kind of, like, a satire on these tropes, but they all still feel like real people. Like, I could totally run into any of these people in my high school. Exactly. Um, So that was lovely. 
Yeah, so Janice isn't, like, saying quips all the time or all death and despair all the time. And then um, Damien isn't just completely boy crazy the whole time, which... I don't even... Is he really boy crazy at all? Or is he just like, my name's Damien, I'm gay. (laughs) I think he has, like, a couple of lines about... Like... That, like, lead, you know... Yeah, but it's... Lend to the fact that he's gay, but, like... It's definitely not. And then the other part about Janice that I like is, of course, which I'm sure we'll talk about later mm-hmm. in more detail, but the rumor that was started about her. Yeah. Um, they never explain, they never explicitly say if it's accurate or not. Um, obviously. Like by the end, she has a boyfriend, so it's like, well, okay, I guess. I guess you queer baited us a little bit, but I guess, I'll let it slide. She was named after a, an openly lesbian singer, Janicean. Um yeah. So, and it is high school, so maybe she, you know, I don't know. I, I still feel like... Maybe she's not out. Right. She's still, or, like, on that journey of self-discovery. Or is bi, or yeah. whatever. But, yeah. I feel like the movie played it well enough to leave you questioning that um which is fine because who cares but um even though she yeah. ended up with someone at the end a, a male at the end i still feel like um it didn't outwardly portray her as straight or queer so yeah oh i remember why the lesbian rumor started it's like it's a bit of a throwaway line at the end but when you catch it you're like oh i get it so the I can't remember what his name is, but like the math dude, uh, he goes up to her and he's like, "Oh, hey, like I'm," uh, I can't remember what he says, but he's like, "Ooh, I'm Iranian. Where are you?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm Lebanese." I'm like, "Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Oh, Lebanese lesbian. Ha ha. Funny. I yeah. get it." Like I think it's just good because like all these characters, I think it just goes to say something like with Damien and Janice like people assume they're gay and whatnot but like they're just people and they're not defined by their sexuality Mm -hmm. so like whatever the case is it doesn't matter and like it's just normal they're just people which I feel like is important so I will say Mm -hmm. they got one of the friends right and one of the friends wrong in this not necessarily so how to explain this okay abby become is basically uh tess from camp rocks is janicean and quinn is basically the damien so like in mean girls damien like he knew about the plastic he was like she always wins spring fling queen and like we stand but she's scary and like he knows all that stuff in this quinn the wannabe over here is just obsessed with the plastic and desperately wants to be a plastic more on that as we go abby is similar to janicean in that she used she has history with the regina george of this movie um and i think because they live across the street from each other and as far as like i mean because abby is rich and like super rich okay oh yeah Richer than the mean girl and in this movie. And then before we get into uh, more on my feelings on Abby, Janice and Damien and Katie, you'd say they became friends organically in the movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, Abby's dad pays Tess from Camp Rock to be her friend. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. 
The, mo the movie starts out with like her in his office and he's handing her a wad of cash and it looks really suspicious. You're like, what <laughs> is this movie going to be about? And she's like, oh, you're probably wondering how I got into this situation. The movie literally does that. Oh my gosh. And then it's a flashback to like two weeks ago and then it walks us through everything. But the gist of it is like uh, Abby, for whatever reason, the whole school hates her. Why? We don't know. Um, there's literally no reason for anybody to hate her. She's a really, like, sweet, down-to-earth girl. She's a talented artist. She's humble. Mm -hmm. Um, Mandy just hates her, so therefore, by default, everybody else has to hate her. Um, so, <laughs> then her dad's like, oh, she's so sad. Here, let me, like, buy her things to make her feel better. Which, like, is a questionable parenting tactic, but her mom makes up for it for being a sweet yeah. angel. <laughs> I think it's definitely the kind of thing where he's like, I love my daughter, and, like, I really do want to do right by her. Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, he's just, like, he's, like, he means well, he's just not good at it, I guess. One thing I think, um, I... As far as making a Mean Girls 2, obviously, I don't think you should never make a sequel of anything. Um, I think you can do it. Um, I think maybe... Even, I don't think this is necessarily a Mean Girls 2, because I feel like it would need to follow these people specifically, if it's going to be, like, a direct sequel. But I'm all for, like, a Mean Girls story. Um... In which case, I think we could have had Abby be the star, because that um, would basically be, like, um, showing the dynamic between Janice Ian and Regina George. Like, just, like, that movie about, mm -hmm. like, people who used to be best friends, and now they're not anymore kind of deal. Um, but in this, Abby is super rich, and whatever Mandy had, Abby got the better version of it. Just in life. She we, even... We don't know why, though. Like, if Mandy... It just seems like a bunch of coincidences. Mandy got, like, a nice bouncy castle. Abby got, like, a huge bouncy castle that you had to, like, climb up and then, like, jump into or whatever. Um, but one time, they were going to a costume party. And Mandy, who's Regina George, she had, like, a nice little custom-made peasant costume. And then Abby rolls in... Why are you going as a peasant for Halloween? <laughs> Poor choice. That's on it was you. Left over from the run th from the run fair. <laughs> <laughs> but like Halloween, like if you're going to a Renaissance fair, that makes sense. You're like, oh, I'm just a peasant girl. I'm going out to like pick the turnips. <laughs> like that makes sense. This is Halloween. This is the one day a year for you to to go off, and you're like. And the but like, Abby honey, no. did go off and she rolls through in full Marie Antoinette gear, just decked to the nines. So she, so Mandy, of course, hates her guts. Um, we'll get into a little bit. Oh, I will say that um, because, like I said, Quinn, the Damien of this movie, top 10 anime betrayals, she cheats on them or whatever. <laughs> and like, I would like to say that at one point when, like, we do the top anime betrayal deal and what, I feel like, you guys know, I kind of laugh a lot. Like, it's not hard to earn a chuckle from me, I feel. <laughs> I can't express that how little laughing I did in this movie. Even F the prom it's, got it's a chuckle painful. from painful. F the prom. <laughs> 
I haven't even seen that movie, and I know it's garbage <laughs> and unfunny. Garbage. You done goof. Like, lately, the movies we've been talking about, though, are messing me up because I keep having to give F the Prom props for doing these things better <laughs> than the trash we're talking about right now. And Do you think this movie's going to make us, like, because of how bad it is, it's going to make us say something nice about Alex Pettifer? You know, no. I think about that every movie. We'll see. Maybe when we get to the Aaron Samuels <laughs> dish. Maybe his time will come. We'll see. Oh, awesome. no. Um, so in the original Mean Girls, first it starts, we're just gonna caddy, uh, have caddy, stalk Regina, and we'll just laugh at the dumb stuff she says. But eventually, it takes a turn, and, uh, they're like, we're gonna get revenge. What did you think of the montage of the best friend squad trying to take down Regina George in the original movie? I loved the montage. It was a montage done right. I love montages, mm -hmm. first of Same. all. I talked about in Life Size mm -hmm. how it has everything, because one of the things it has is a fashion montage. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, classic. I mean, they did a good job with it. They. So the point of montages is so that you can get a lot of information in a little bit of time. Um, but... <laughs> You have to be careful because it's really easy to make a montage look cheesy or fake or just unnecessary. I don't know. They did a good job with it. We got all of the information of how they're sabotaging Regina in mm. a very short amount of time. Um, it was funny, entertaining, kept the audience mm -hmm. engaged. What's your favorite part of that montage? Oh, like, gosh. what's your favorite, like, ooh, you, like, you got her, <laughs> but then, oh, no, Regina. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, the... I have to say boob holes, yeah. <laughs> I would say that. Like, that just... I, guess. I think that just goes into show just, like, how iconic she was. Like, it's a dumb thing. Like, who cares? But because she just oozed confidence, everyone was like, oh, wow, I want to do that, too. Can we talk about the boob holes thing in Mean Girls 2. Oh, yeah. And how That's it what sucks. I was getting into. So, in this version, we sort of get a montage, but it's on the plastics end. The plastics are basically doing all this stuff to Tess from oh. Camp Rock, which is already, like, why they should be big enough that they she's not even a speck on their radar, which, like, I feel like in the original, Regina George didn't care about any of this. Until she didn't have to do that. She, like when she was messing with people, she was doing it in like sneaky, conniving then, yeah. ways. You know, like and girls when do. And she finally was like, "Well, this girl, Katie's clearly got out of hand. She destroyed the whole school in one day. Yeah, that." She popped off. She's like, "All right, here's the burn book. Oh my god, the reason why this movie sucks. There's no burn book. Oh, there's no projection room above the auditorium. Right. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> there's there's the movie missed the mark on so many things like how this movie gave you so much material and you took none I, of it like absolutely none of it that's like uh, I, like, I hate this movie I mean, it, it would obviously be weird if they just threw in cow team bars out of nowhere and like in a lot of certain things <laughs> like if she like also worked at the bath and body works or whatever like that would be weird but like you could still have a projection room above the auditorium that's just part of the school, and a lot of right. stuff can go down there. But, okay, so back to boob holes and Mean Girls 2. 
Mandy. Okay, Regina George. Glues Tess to her Vespa somehow. I don't know when, but or how she's glued. <laughs> it's like the night before yeah, or something. But like, wouldn't it dry? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it dry so by then. But somehow they got her butt to stick to it. So she starts to get up and she's like, "Oh no." Uh, so she, oh, but she's not like other girls, so she won't be tamed. She's raring to go with her Vespa through the halls of the school, which seems like someone would have been like, hey, don't do that. But do she that. goes, she could have just, where did she taken, park it after? She could have just like taken off her pants and gone home. Like, I, I that was, you could have just, yeah, just go home. Just be late for a class. I mean, dad, I feel like if you're really going to be like, I'm not like other girls, just take off your pants and walk around that well, way. Yeah, just do what they did in the kissing booth and just walk around with your butt hanging out for the <laughs> rest of so the day. That was so uncomfortable when, like, they base. Okay. That whole movie made me Real feel so quick, uncomfortable. I don't have, like, I guess I probably do have way more to say than I'm letting on because I always do. But the only thing I have to say about <laughs> kissing booth right now is, like, what was the point of her getting sent to the principal's office when a guy groped her butt? Because he was like, the principal was basically like, you're asking for a dressing like that. Like, uh, what Because school? she broke the dress like, code. Yes, I understand that dress codes promote a place of learning and whatever. And she's like, these are my backup backup. Dress codes are sexist, period. It's really, <laughs> That's not necessarily true. I mean, my, but okay. like, there's some rule, like, we can... I don't, we don't need to get into, like, the whole that. It's not important. Ma'am, your shoulder is distracting this boy from it learning. Is, um, the one thing I will say um, is that with the dress code, it is weird that it's sexist to everybody in a way because, one, girls, your body, you need to wrap that up. Otherwise, you're going to be in danger. But also, young boys, if you see an elbow, you're going to lose you your mind. Yourself. Yourself. Whoa, yeah. boy. Like, you can't be trusted against these little girls. Like, is that Blair? Is a. You know, I'm not even going to finish that joke because I can't speak. <laughs> so, okay. So she takes. Tess takes her Vespa. And she drives to the bathroom, and then Abby follows her. Room, like, room. Abby is, like, a good little friend. She, like, hurries over. Abby, and then... something we didn't mention, uh, I talked to Zax about yeah. this before. Um, this movie, so it's Tess from Camp Rock, but they also recycle a bunch of, like, Disney yeah, stars. And, like, do. whatever, whatever uh, H2O, Just Add Water, was on. Nick, but Australia. yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. that's interesting because yeah, it was so, a Paramount film, and Paramount is not owned by Disney. But it Paramount was is owned hmm. by Nickelodeon. Yeah. But yeah. So it's it's Harper from Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, I saw who's Abby. That. That's crazy. Mandy is from mm-hmm. Corey in the House. I can't remember what her character's name was. Uh, Mina, maybe I don't know. They're like I think mm, Nina. this is an ethnic I name. Nina. <laughs> yeah. Hope <laughs> is that girl from Jonas who is obsessed with Nick. Uh, I relate. <laughs> um, and then Chastity is Ima from H2O Just Add Water. <laughs> I refuse to say her name any other way than that. Gosh. Oh, Claire Holtz. It's so funny. Ima, the conversation. Cleo's accent was just so thick. It was so much thicker than Clear. the other girls. <laughs> Ricky. God, I love those TikToks so no, much. No, Ima, you can't do that. <laughs> That was so bad. I'm sorry. Ricky, he's gonna see. I'm turning into a mermaid. Boys, I'm afraid of the water. <laughs> Cause 
I'm no ordinary girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. We need to talk about Mako one day because, oh my gosh, they just blew up the series. Anyway. Uh, yeah, where, where did we, that come from? Uh, it's, oh, H2O, like they had Mako Island and there's Mako Mermaids. I know. I don't know, but I feel like H2O was around for a really long time and then all of a sudden it got huge. Yeah. Well, those are on Netflix right now. It's just or like Aquamarine. Was that the same thing? I remember seeing that when I was oh, younger. Oh, Aquamarine was based on a book that is separate, like They're has nothing to do with H two O. But Aquamarine is so mm-hmm. good. Uh, I still ta- I still use that movie as a teaching tool when I'm teaching children how to do <laughs> dolphin cake. Uh-huh. I'm like, I tell them, I'm like, go home, watch Aquamarine. <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, cultural reset. <laughs> But watch her swim. Uh, and that's how you do dolphin oh, kick. I like that. So, okay. But back to this. Well, this is a full-on deep dish. We went so many places. Mandy glues <laughs> Tess's butt to her Vespa. Tess runs to the bathroom. Abby follows. And Tess is like, you got anything for me to wear? And she's like, all I got is my art, art smocks. So she makes it a little skirt. To cover her little tush, and then everybody starts wearing paint splatters on their clothes. That's dumb, right? Okay, and, and that's supposed and to be. And here's why hooks. I say it's dumb. That's already a style. Yeah. Um, that was a style from the '80s. It's come back several times. It's like an '80s punk style, and it's it literally in vogue. That's ridiculous. That is not equivalent to boob holes. At all. I'm it's like, also like... Boob holes. Because, like, it's just... Yeah, this whole... As this keeps escalating, it finally... One thing I will say is, like, Mean Girls, all the... It was literally said explicitly, but this was Girl World. All the fighting had to be sneaky. Right. So tell me what's sneaky about... Tess from Camp Rock creating the anti-plastics and I'm gonna build up a literal army and we're gonna face off against the plastics army in a game of powder puff football. So this girl, <laughs> new Katie, doesn't ever join the plastics? Um, no. When Damien in this movie's Quinn does her top ten anime betrayal, she joins the plastics. What's the point of this movie? Why? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, okay. Thoughts on Aaron Samuels? Um. He looks sexy with his hair pushed back. <laughs> 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 I heard Regina George is dating Aaron Samuels again. The two are seen canoodling at Chris Eisner's Halloween party. They've been inseparable ever since. <laughs> Oh, there's this guy in my math class named Aaron. Oh my god, no. He's off limits. <laughs> Best friends are just off. <laughs> oh my I like, oh, I love the first Karen, one. It's so I, good. Why does the second oh one suck? Oh my god, to Karen. I thought she dumped him for Shane Owen. Irregardless. <laughs> Irregardless. <laughs> I feel like people don't know that's where that came from. <laughs> oh. And then people stopped using it ironically and now it's just a word. Oh, that's so weird. I like how Aaron Samuel's actor is gay. I'm like, yes, Yes. that's good. I'm proud of you. I don't remember what his name is. Um, Jonathan Bennett. How could I miss that? (laughs) 
I think he was. I think he was a good boy, best boy, really. Best boy. Oh, mm-hmm. best girls boy. <laughs> he. I think what was nice about him is that like. Yeah, he dated Regina, but, like, as far as he was concerned, like, he liked that she was, like, fire, he was a little firecracker, and she calls it as she sees it, but then once, like, things, once he had his opinions, he didn't waver, so, like, he was like, you know what, Katie, you are just, like, a clone of Regina, and he leaves, because he's like, I don't want any part of this, part of, I liked when you were yourself, but this isn't you, good day, Mm -hmm. talk to me when you're mature, goodbye. This boy they give us is Tyler. And he's such no he's personality. the worst. He's Mandy's brother. Stepbrother. And there's a weird scene where like they're in her room <laughs> and they're talking and there's a a line that's very reminiscent of like those types of things that you'd watch on the yeah. internet. But mm-hmm. it's like do you mean our dad? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Don't say it like they, that. They made things weirder than they ever needed to be. Um, but basically, he meets Joe. Instead of calculus, they take Woodshop, basically, because she's not like other girls. And she, and yeah, she wants okay. to. She's going to build She wants things. to be an engineer. And she's like, has that moment that. No, she wants to be an architect because she's different. <laughs> Um, There's so many girls that want to be architects. She, and like, so they meet, and his first line of dialogue, Tyler, not Aaron Samuels, she just had her moment where she's like, oh my gosh, hot boy alert, and his first thing is basically just like, so you want to decorate the birdhouse? I'll do the building. And then she's like, actually, I'm going to do this jargony thing and that jargony thing, so there and he's like oh wow you're not like other girls oh you know your stuff oh my goodness that's also he's always telling Tess from Camp Rock throughout the movie that she's hot to the point where it's like does it even matter that she's not like other girls to you Tyler because like you just seem to really like her whole body (laughs) then (sighs) Tyler just, I have nothing to say about him because we know nothing about him as a character. He's, such a nothing He's character. just there. He's there to look like a discount Matthew McConaughey mm. because the actor who plays him, to, to me, looks a lot like him. <laughs> I don't know who the actor is. I'm just like, Diego this Bonetta. looks like a little baby Matthew McConaughey. He's been in other stuff, but like, it doesn't matter. He. But, like, he just, like, there's nothing to him. At one point... We can't even be like, oh, he's sweet. He's not. He's just boring. At one point, when he has his, like, truth moment with Tess from Camp Rock, he's like, you've changed. Like, you're acting like you're better than the plastics, but you're becoming just like them. But, like, I will admit, the way you're dressing in this stuff is kind of hot. Early got me going. Excuse me. You can't tell someone, like, I... You're you can't just double real down toxic, like that. It's really hot, though. What, Tyler? What am Ooh, I? I love when you bully people. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, at the end, when like you know we ma- work it out and like the team is gonna reassemble to take down the evil plastics, he comes in and like they do this thing where like each character who comes back gets a line. So Abby is like, 
we haven't forgiven you. And then Tyler says, not even close. And then the other ones say, like, but we're going to help you with it, blah, blah. But, like, Tyler, you didn't. Can we talk about the other girls after yeah. this? Oh, my God. <laughs> Tyler, you did not deserve to say, not even close. You didn't do anything. You did nothing. You also, enabled it sounds this. like you weren't mad at her because she was so hot. <laughs> yeah, you like, <laughs> but then like, it was also weird because like at one point, like they never officially broke up at any point in the movie. But like, I guess we were supposed to think they broke up. He just stopped talking to her for a bit. And then immediately, oh wait, we're cool with her again. Okay, great. I'm coming too. It was weird, too, because even in the final plan, his presence was unnecessary. He didn't even help in the final battle. He literally sat in the bleachers. <laughs> He's just so boring. I have nothing to say about um, him. Yeah. Uh, let's, okay. Yeah. The other girls, uh, though. The yeah, friends. the friends that they get. I'll let you go off. Lead okay, so leading up to the introduction of these three characters who literally walk into frame. So Tess from Camp Rock and uh, Dishwater Matthew McConaughey, they go on a date. We don't even see the date. We get like a Google Slides PowerPoint presentation of them like having fun <laughs> in a park. There's like eating and then food, it's like smiling, they- <laughs> laughing at different locations. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. And it's like, wow, we could have seen this through, like, a montage. But no, you just gave us a PowerPoint. All right. Love the lack of energy. Give us nothing. <laughs> I mean, it was straight to video. Yeah. So, <laughs> it really shows. So then it's nighttime. Uh, and they're in the car. And she's talking about, like, oh, like, I've, like, because I've moved around so much, um, I've never been able to, like, go on a date with anybody. And he's like, wait, this is your first date? And she's like, yeah, because, you know, I'm not like other girls. I never, like, played spin the bottle. I've never done seven minutes in heaven, which, like, by the way, does anyone actually no, do they that? Don't. Especially does. not okay. in 2011 when this movie was filmed. Yeah. All right. Glad we got that point out of the way. And he's like, oh, so like you're unexperienced. This like I'm taking some artistic liberties and <laughs> like what was That's said fine. because what was said was boring. <laughs> but he's like, oh, so you're unexperienced. And she's like, uh, yeah. And then they kiss. Right. But Mandy had put a tape recorder <laughs> in the car earlier. And we don't see this. We just see a tape recorder in in the um, in the car. And we are we have to assume that it was Mandy who did it because Mandy's mean. Remember that. What high schooler so the next in 2011 has a tape recorder? Right? I'm like, and knows how to you use get? it. Okay, Nancy she, Drew. <laughs> All right, go off, I guess. So, so then it's the, it's the next day, and the morning announcements are happening, and Tess from Camp Walk uh, goes up to Harper from Wizards of Waverly Place, and she's like, oh my god, how was your date with Dishwater Matthew McConaughey? And she's like, uh-huh, it was great, but I'm not going to say anything. And she's like, ha-ha, that's funny. And then the audio of the date is played on the PA system, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, do you believe that? And then some uh, other voice who we don't know who it is it's some disembodied voice it's like that's right everyone Tess from Camp Rock is a virgin and I'm like hold on one second <laughs> <laughs> let's pause let's pause here before nobody I continue nobody at this school is a virgin 
<laughs> I, I guess <laughs> nobody. Only the losers. I guess. Are. I guess this. I guess this is the same school from the pregnancy <laughs> pack. <laughs> so, so everyone's like, "Oh my god, she's a virgin!" And they laugh and point because it's a teen movie, and that's, I guess, what adults think teenagers do. <laughs> so she's like, "Oh my god, everybody knows." I'm like, "Why is that a big deal?" It's not. First of oh, all, it's but not. then I feel like movies a lot of the time will try to play both sides like oh my gosh you're a virgin that's hilarious and you got bullied for that but then if you're you have sex especially if you're a girl maybe not so much a guy but mm-hmm. like if you have sex and only if you're a girl because you never see this with boys oh my gosh she's such a slut haha <laughs> let's oh bully my her God. <laughs> I can't. but then it's like well what do you want from me do you want me what not to have want? sex or do you want me to have sex we love Madonna whore syndrome. I love that. <laughs> I love movies that hate women. <laughs> so what happens next? Okay, so Tess from Camp Rock and one Harper thing, from Wizards oh, of Waverly quick, Place. Before we go on, I just want to yeah. say one thing that I think is so weird about this whole like tape recorder gag is that like no movie ever points out one thing that I always feel, which is like, okay, yeah, like I guess she's a virgin in this school. That's hilarious. Cool. Um, more creepy than that, who recorded this audio? Who had no <laughs> life that they did this? Also, That's the real loser here, Can you imagine <laughs> on your morning announcements, all of a sudden the announcements stop, you hear th- this random conversation. I would just be so confused. I don't think I would be able to focus yeah. on who was saying what mm-hmm. or or like... Why does the whole school does know it, what they sound like? If I heard it did the monitor has who a wasn't directly of them my, there while it plays. Oh, so okay. you can assume it's them. But, but the still. pictures that were shown on the slideshow. But still, I would who be, took these photos. I would be so focused on what is happening that I would. I don't think I. I think I would completely miss anything that was said yeah it would take me a i just feel like what everyone in this movie just immediately processes everything that's going on they're like oh wow someone's getting back at tess and now we all know she's a virgin but like i don't yeah i think i'm with you i don't think i would even process like what was happening i was like this doesn't sound like a morning announcement what is happening like yeah Mm -hmm. so like (sighs) Uh, so anyway, so what happens after that? They're in the lunchroom, and she's like, oh my god, I can't believe everybody knows my secret's out. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. And then three random girls, who we have not seen anywhere else in the movie, walk into frame, and they're like, hey, Tess from Camp Rock, we heard about you on the morning announcements today. We just wanted to let you know that what we think that that's super cool. Because all three of us, yep, all three of us fell for this one senior boy, uh, and we we put out for him, and he dumped us the next day. We all got played by <laughs> fools. Uh, so we joined the abstinence club. I'm like, is this movie all crack? Is this crack that we're smoking? What the heck is going on? <laughs> like, I don't know why this movie... Like, I don't know if this is their attempt at, like, the don't have sex, don't have sex standing up, don't have sex in a hot tub, because if you have sex, you will get pregnant and die. I don't know if that's their attempt oh, at this, you might be but, like, right. they're missing, they're missing, like, the humor of that, right. and they're missing the, the irony of that And the scene. fact that it came from an adult teacher. 
the fact that it yeah. was not it came from an adult teacher who was sleeping with <laughs> students yeah forgot about that that was like it's like it's like the writers of this garbage garbage movie saw that scene and was like yeah, we need more of this what? in our movie. We need to slut shame girls. We need to push abstinence like it's a lifetime it's movie. It's almost what? worse than that in a way because what if the writers of this movie, this trash movie, had the audacity to be like, you know what? They really didn't take this plat up, like take advantage of this platform and teach kids about safe sex practices. We're gonna promote maintaining your whatever nonsense. When, like, really, it was just a goof. It was just a funny thing that you're like, ha, ah, that mm -hmm. was bad teaching. That didn't teach anybody nothing. Yeah. He just gave out some condoms and said, don't have sex. And <laughs> don't do it. You're going to die. <laughs> oh, like, my gosh. There also, and, like, this movie could have redeemed itself a little bit if there was a scene later where Tess from Camp Rock, like, does something similar to, like, what Easy A does mm -hmm. at the end. Where uh, Asian American actors Emma Stone <laughs> is like, you know what? Like, whatever it happens, it's gonna happen, and I'm gonna be okay with it. It could happen tonight. It could happen next week. It could happen five years from now. But the point is, is that when it happens, I'm gonna be okay with myself. I'm gonna be happy with myself, and I'm gonna value myself equally as much as I do now. What when it happens? Because my body is not my worth as a person. I am so much more than this stupid concept. <laughs> I'm like, if we did that, this movie could have been just like a teeny tiny bit better, but it didn't. This movie didn't care. They had 22 days and they're like, we're not gonna try and say yeah. anything. We're not gonna have a message. We're not gonna have a moral. We're just gonna go for it. 22 days, ladies, let's get this bread. <laughs> Um, so before we go into our next batch of characters, uh, thoughts on plastics as a whole in the original movie? Um, there's obviously an exaggerated, uh, stereotype of queen bees of the school. I mean, it was based on, so Mean Girls was based on- Queen bees and book. wannabes. Yeah, queen bees and wannabes. So, um, my- high school experience we didn't have any <laughs> group of people that was particularly like the populars mm -hmm. um i don't know how true that is to real high school but tina fey was the one who wrote the movie and she based the screenplay off of her own high school experience and then also drew things from the book as well mm -hmm. so um I don't know. They were done right, obviously. <laughs> they were um, somewhat ditzy. So entertaining. Yeah, somewhat ditzy, but not completely just dumb. Um, even, you know, even the... Brain dead. <laughs> even the parts of them that were dumb were set off by other characteristics. Um, so they were... ESPN. <laughs> right. Um, and she wasn't, she, like, she even knew, like, even Karen knew that, um, when she was being- The way Regina- Yeah, like, when she was being tricked and stuff, just because she was an airhead, she wasn't, like, completely socially inept. Um, so they yeah. were- 
And she knew when Regina was, like, going too far. Right. Like, the whole, like, so it's against the rules and you can't sit with us. I'm like, yes, Karen, put your foot down. You're doing great, sweetie. I love you. You're my favorite part of this movie. (laughs) So they they were all interesting characters. Um, even though they were the antagonists, they all had inter- they individually had their interesting aspects to them, and then as a whole were the perfect storm of popular girls, popular <laughs> mean girls. Yeah, I think that's good. And just so many good one-liners. So, yeah. Just that's mm, so excellent. <laughs> just I'm a mouse. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to do something fun? Do you want to go to Taco Bell? I can't. I'm sick. <laughs> I just the way she looked yeah, at that Yeah, but he's phone. my first cousin. You have your first cousin and your second cousin. No. That's, that's definitely not right. <laughs> when, okay. One thing I will add is that I feel like the mo- original movie did a good job of explaining to us that, like, yes, high school doesn't matter, but to the students of North Shore, the plastics are everything. Yeah, so, yes, high school doesn't matter, but to the students, high school matters. When you're in the middle of it, it absolutely matters. And maybe it won't matter Mm -hmm. five or ten years from then, but that is so hard to see when you're in the middle of it, when you're Mm -hmm. a, a dumb teenager you can't see past that when you're a teenager like going through it it's really hard to like see like five or ten years even just like a week after graduation it's so hard to see that light at the end of the tunnel even in college i remember being in college and encountering people that (laughs) i wasn't necessarily friends with in high school and we were cordial but i still Mm -hmm. had this just it was just a weird feeling about them and now that i'm out of college i'm like oh my gosh everything makes so much more sense how could I have been so dumb? But when you're there and you're in the middle of it and you've never experienced anything like it before, you don't have this broader worldview, that's your whole world is high school, you really feel like it's real and it's really important and it matters and it's not going to get better mm-hmm. and you're going to be the loser forever and they're going to be on top of the world forever, but it it does get better. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think the first Mean Girls did a really good job of exhibiting that like zach said on the one hand high school doesn't matter but on the other hand for the students it is everything i Mm think yes and like so i'm glad we're all on like the same page there but unfortunately i gotta bring it back to mean girls too (laughs) when we talk about mean girls when we talk about the first superior mean girls we have like really good things to say about it and not just like this movie's iconic like really good like analytical things to say about it and then we get to the second mean girls and i'm like god this movie's garbage trash do we have to talk about it i definitely feel like a bit of the bad guy this video for sure but (laughs) my problem with uh the plastic in this movie is that like I feel like the fourth wall breaks really helped cement the image of just how relevant Regina George and her people were. Like, I saw Regina George wearing army pants and flip-flops, so I bought army pants and flip-flops. Like... One time she punched me in the face. Like, just stuff like that, like, whatever. But, like, with these girls, so, okay, like Karina mentioned, uh, Hope 
from Joan is from Jonas or whatever. Her thing is that she's a neat freak and she's creepy. Chastity, she's the Gretchen of this. And Ema. Yeah, Ema is chastity and she's the Karen. But her thing is that they she she likes to canoodle. She's easy. She enjoys the company of men and canoodles. And that's fine. If that's what you want to do in high school. I'm not going to like I'm not going to say like go for it, but like if that's like Something you want to do. The only thing I will say is that, like, maybe when Principal Duval is literally like, you can't skip class to canoodle, you're going to the principal's office, don't immediately start flirting with the TA right there. Like, they made it like this girl yeah. has a problem. This girl needs help. Now, maybe she needed therapy. I. Like, like, full, like, Cameron Dallas, I went to rehab for a sex addiction. Like, that's, like, the point that this girl was at. Like, she had a problem, and they don't really address it. They, well, they do address it. She didn't know what her... She joins the she abstinence didn't know club what at the end of the movie. Meant, and when she learned that... I think that was just, like, a, a like, a mm, kind of line where it's, like, she finally learned the meaning of her name oh. and she joined the abstinence club. I'm like, girl, like, get out oh. of here. Go away. I mean, honestly, I would, I guess that's sad. I feel like I might have liked it better if she genuinely just was unaware. I was like, oh, wow, really? Okay. Well, time to Can change. Can I say this was apparently, oh, this was apparently a big enough plot point that that exact line is in the Wikipedia page. It's like the last sentence of the Wikipedia plot summary. Mm-hmm. Chastity learns the meaning of her name. Like, I hate it. <sighs> I hate it. It's so dumb. Also, I want to talk about Hope because Hope makes me sad. Genuinely makes me sad. Okay, what are your issues with Hope? Okay, so Hope, uh, her thing is that she is, uh, like, very germophobic. She's like, uh, I can't do, I can't do germs. Um, Tess from Camp Rock says, she's like, oh, uh, Hope thought that germs meant to being ugly. I'm like, literally, what does that mean? It's like, oh, if you have germs, you're ugly. And I want to catch your ugly because then you'll die. I'm like, that's dumb. But then the movie flip flops on that halfway through when we're going through yet another montage of like trying to mess with everybody. We learn that a couple years ago, Hope got mono. And now she's, like, scared of getting sick. She's so scared of getting sick that she won't drink from, like, the school fountains. That's fair. Um, oh, there's some there's some scenes that, like, hit really different in 2020. There's a scene where they go to a party and Hope has a mask and gloves on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's real. <laughs> that hits different in 2020. It, was, it predicted us. I'm like, oh, no. But, yeah, so, like, really germaphobic, right? Mm-hmm. The way that uh, Tess from Camp Rock decides to, like, get back at her is she tells a bunch of people in school to cough on her. Oh, no. Which, again, hits different in 2020. But, like, they're, like, <clears throat> right in her face, right? And she's germophobic. Yeah. I mean, it hits different in 2020. I'm... But also, it, t- nine years ago, ten, nine years ago still gross yeah if i would i don't want welcome a bunch of people coughing on me at any time in my life regardless of world events i'm gonna walk everyone through mono really Mm -hmm. quick right okay mono ruins your life no i've not had mono but i've seen my sister have 
Okay, yeah. I've seen my sister have mono. She was she's still like her immune system has never it recovered. It crashes your immune system. It took me so long to recover from it. One thing. Yeah. Like she like had to go to like the doctor and like get some stuff done, but like she still like had mono in her system. I got strep every year after I got mono for like 10 years. It's like it's not it's not just like a cold that you get and you're like oh, And no, by the like, way, <laughs> like I'm sick. I I don't know if her, if this character not drinking from the water fountains was supposed to be like, oh my gosh, she's that germaphobic. I got mono from a school water fountain because I was in seventh yeah. grade. I had not kissed anyone yet. I did not share drinks with my friends or chapstick or whatever. And so the only other way I could have gotten mono was from the school water fountain. So yeah, because freaking idiots put their mouth on the whole thing. But anyway. <laughs> like, it's, it's, a seri- it's a serious illness. It is. It's not and it makes like your organs enlarge. It's not just like, oh, yeah. I got really sleepy because you do. You feel super fatigued. It mm-hmm. makes your organs enlarge. I had to go to the doctor like once a week for two or three months to make sure I didn't rupture any organs and I wasn't bleeding yeah. internally. Yeah, it's it's really intense. Like, Do you not recommend it. Waste away, essentially. Like, you just sleep all the time. Like, I could see, like, I could literally see, like, my sister just, like, shrinking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is, this is scary. Because you're so and the movie's tired, just, like, you don't want to eat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't want to eat. You can't, like, do anything yep. because your respiratory system is shot. Yep. And the movie's just, like, haha, she got mono cough you on know, her. It's funny Ugh. that you bring it up because I remember, like, just in shows, I didn't really know anything about mono. Just shows were always like, mono's the kissing disease. And, like, there was this episode of Boy Meets World where Cory was homesick with mono. And Topanga came to bring him his homework. And she was like, what are you sick with? I heard you have mono. And then he was like, yep. And then she was like, well, who did you kiss? And then this is they're broken up at this point in the show. And he's like, why do you want to know? Because you like me, huh? And she's like, shut up. And then she leaves and she's all jealous. But, like, that was what I thought mono was. It's just how you tell people, (laughs) see if people are interested in you because you want to know who they've been kissing that diseased them. (laughs) My cousin got mono, like, years and years ago. And we were like, how did she get mono? She's at a girl's school. Uh, And then years later, she came out as gay. And we're like, oh. Well, <laughs> we're like, oh, I get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. It was foreshadowing. So, Gretchen. Yeah, it was foreshadowing. We were so <laughs> stupid. We're like, but how did she get it? She just goes to school with girls. So, in the original Mean Girls, Gretchen's hair is full of secrets because she knows everything about everybody. How did she- Is that why my hair's so big, but my brain is empty? <laughs> I know oh. nothing. Well. Oh my gosh, that's another <laughs> thing. They they talk about how um, <laughs> Gretchen's hair is big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you look at her character in 2000... I don't know if it was big hair in 2004, but it is not big hair now. Yeah, it wasn't very big at all. But I guess, you know, it wasn't even like she had an intense perm or anything. She's like curled no, her hair. She just had curly even, hair. It was just curly. It wasn't even teased. It wasn't no. heightened. You know those, um, what were they called? Were they called bumpets? Oh, remember. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, they give oh. you a little, Yeah. Yeah. 
none of that going on. It was just normal curled hair. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so that like, that line is kind of funny. But... Yeah. How did Gretchen and the original Mean Girls, like, how was it implied that she acquired all the information she had on everybody at the school? I don't remember. Well, okay. She was just a gossip. Need... She just talked to people. <laughs> to- people just told her. <laughs> okay. In this movie... Hope, who is, serves as a Gretchen, has literal manila folder files on everybody, and she just straight up lurks in the hallway and follows people and watches them and takes notes oh. on them. Ew. Love that. Just... We love a downgrade. <sighs> I just want to talk more about the Karen downgrade, because that's just like, rude. Because I can't, like, they did, like, shame Karen, but, like, it was never actually, like, accurate to anything. They just, like, said it about her and kind of made her or tried to make her believe it about herself but not really she just like i mean oh that scene when they're like in regina's room uh <laughs> it's the like do you want to go do something fun do you want to go to taco bell and regina's like no i can't eat taco bell god karen you're such an idiot <laughs> and, then, and then katie's you're like not- Karen, you're really not that stupid. And Karen's like, no, I am. I'm failing almost like, all my oh, classes. Like, <laughs> oh my Karen. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, she's like, so sweet. Like, you know what, though? Like, I respect being, like, cool with yourself. She's like, no, I am. That's yeah. fine. Like, I, you know, you can't, not everybody can be the smartest. Also, I want to briefly talk, because we, in the planning process of this, we were like, oh, let's also watch the Mean Girls musical um, slime tutorial <laughs> link online. <laughs> uh, and then I don't think we got around no. to doing that. <laughs> but Karen in the Mean Girls musical is so good. <laughs> I love her little opening number. Um, it's great. And then her Halloween number is, uh, so good. I give you sexy (laughs) corn. So now... I give you I want to be. (laughs) So now we gotta talk about the lady of, well... We already talked about Katie, who was played by Lindsay Lohan. But the second... I love how this is Lindsay Lohan month and we barely talked <laughs> well, about her. She <laughs> did this is her good movie. Yeah, she did too good. We all know this is we all know this is the best Lindsay Lohan movie. Facts, no printer. Freaky Friday is good. Mm-hmm. Um, Life Size, one of my favorite movies, of course. Mm-hmm. But Mean Girls is just like... Yeah, the little cherry. I've on never top. like. God-tier. I'm sure, like, I mean, ugh, I hope nobody comes in the comments to correct this because that'd be sad. But I've never met anybody who didn't like Mean Girls. Like, yeah, it's, it's not like again if it's not your thing. But I've never been at, like seen anyone who's like that's a bad movie. It's literally yeah. unanimous, unanimously liked yeah. by everyone. It's just so good. There's something in it for everyone. It's funny. It has a great message. Legitimately, I mean, I was pretty hormonal, but legitimately when I was watching it, (laughs) I was like tearing up at the end in the the prom scene or whatever, spring fling scene. I was, oh, it's such a good movie. It's like just that like ending is so like heartfelt and it's like, hey, this crowns for all of us because 
Like, just the whole, like, when she's going around where it's like, oh, like, your hair is so right? beautiful and, like, that dress looks great on you. I'm like, I'm gonna cry. That's so nice. And it's genuine. It's Don't not- get your... <sighs> yeah. So and for don't get your hopes up, ladies, because nothing like that happens in the end of Mean Girls too. I'll oh, tell you yeah, that much like for Tess, free. And Tess learned nothing about herself. Um, mean Girls yeah. is so relevant. It's just so integrated into pop culture too. Um, we have kind of like a <laughs> a spirit stick kind of thing at work um, that we do during staff meetings, but it's it's suspenders. It's like this whole thing. Um, and one of my friends, when she got them, she, when she was passing them on, she was like, I just want to do the Mean Girls, like, break a piece off and give it to everyone. Because yeah. there's so many people I want to give it to. And it's, I don't know. Just, oh, like, I know, She's like, so lots of people who would really benefit from, like, that, like, apology thing that they did where it's like, Gretchen, <laughs> I'm sorry I told everybody that you got diarrhea, Barnes and Nobles, and I'm sorry I'm telling everybody again. And then they catch her. Like, that's, like, a nice yeah. little, like, hey, you had a fight with everybody? Here, this yeah. will fix it. <laughs> that was really sweet. Um, and then Janice does her thing, which is so counterintuitive. Big lesbian crush <laughs> yeah. on you. <laughs> it's so counterintuitive to the exercise, but it somehow still works. Because everyone's Tina Fey's ag- watching this, she's like, "Oh Lord, this is a yeah. mistake." Everyone ag- is against Regina, so. Okay, one thing I want to say really quick: How does like Mean Girls two have Regina George get hit by a bus, and that and and Mean Girls one still treats its antagonist quote unquote character better than Mean Girls two does? Yeah, we gotta talk about Mandy, a.k.a. the Regina George of this movie, a.k.a. she doesn't even belong in the same breath as Regina George. (laughs) She carries her dog in her bag to school. Which stopped being a thing in 2005 after Paris Hilton stopped doing it. Nobody does that anymore. I don't or maybe they do. Think you were allowed to do that in school anyway? Like, is this a service animal? Is this her therapy dog? Maybe college or to the store. And real quick, like, just high let's throw in some animal <laughs> abuse on Mandy's part. So I mentioned earlier that the reason she hates Abby is because Abby always has the better thing. So at one point. Uh, Mandy mentions to her friends, like, I ordered this bag. And they're like, what about that really fancy bag that you wanted? Well, it turns out that Abby's dad gave it to her for her birthday. So she's got the bag that Mandy really wanted. And she's like, ugh. And so she takes her bag that's pales in comparison to Abby's bag and throws it and her dog in the trash. And then Abby... Well, like, the reason the reason why that happened was because the dog uh, went to go see Abby because this dog is like, hey, my owner's not feeding me. Uh, I'm hungry. And, like, barks at her. And Abby's like, oh, okay. It gives her some, like, food. Uh, and then the dog proceeds to yak in Mandy's purse. And then Mandy's like, ew, disgusting. Who did that? And then um, this hand comes out of nowhere and it's like, it was Abby. And that shot is just really something. It like really zooms something. in and slows and it like flies. Like the camera like, yeah. There's like a whoosh like, sound whoosh. effect. Like, it was Abby. Yeah. I'm like, oh god. So th- and so then uh, uh, Abby gets bullied. And then Mandy proceeds to throw the dog into the trash. And then Quinn runs into frame and takes the dog bag out of the trash and runs out of frame, and then the scene ends. I also would oh. like to say that one thing I respect about Regina George is that she definitely had her standards. Like, 
North Shore mm-hmm. was her kingdom. She did not right. mess with affairs outside of the school. That wasn't her territory. She knew her place. Mandy straight up wrecks uh, Tess from Camp Rock's family income. Her dad fixes engines for racing, and her and her dumb friends dressing camouflage break into the house and pour sugar into the engine that the dad was working on for money oh jeez i will say this scene this scene is where like the only good line from this movie comes in hope is like carrying the sugar in like a fanny pack uh and mandy looks at her and she's like fanny pack never okay and i'm like okay that's kind of funny but at that point you're so brain dead from the rest of the movie that it's also, funny i disagree because <laughs> i like a good fanny pack yeah, fanny packs can be cute, but like you have yeah, to. you can make be them fun. Pull it off. Yeah, you gotta put. You can put snacks in there. Put your keys. You don't have to worry about your pockets like your fans yeah, don't always have. You can put snacks yeah. in there. You can have a nice cozy fanny pack. But anyway, yeah. So like, <laughs> we are pro fanny pack on this channel. Also, yes. At one point, like when they start like their revenge thing, one of the tactics to get to take down the plastics is Abby throws a party the same night that Mandy is throwing a party at Abby's house. So it's across the street. Everybody goes to Abby's party. I feel like this wouldn't have happened in the original Mean Girls. This is such an interesting dynamic between Mandy and Abby, because Mandy is supposed to be the antagonist, the Regina, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And yet she seems to not have any power. Yep. Like, she immediately (laughs) gets She's, like, the whole point of these kinds of movies is that there's a queen bee. Anybody else who's not the queen bee is vulnerable in a way. But Abby is richer than her gets the better things than her everyone <laughs> comes to her party her? like are we sure we're focusing on the right character <laughs> i mean i just don't get it and we don't like see scenes throughout the movie of people being like oh my god mandy you're great like we see yeah, quinn just do it quinn. but that's it's it only quinn who wants yeah. the plastics and like fine I get, like, I feel like this could have been interesting. It's just weird that it's, like, Mean Girls 2 because then, like, I'm expecting that. Like, maybe if this was, like, a breakdown about how, like, well, Mandy actually doesn't really have power. All it took was the students coming together to realize, you know what? I don't like that Mandy's mean to people. You're just a like, kid. maybe that could have been interesting. But instead, we keep getting told that Mandy is this, like, equal to Regina George. She gets what she wants, but she constantly fails at every turn. <laughs> Who cares what she thinks? Yeah, you're just a kid in high school. That's it. Like, there's nothing to you. You're not, like, witty like Regina George. You're not sneaky like Regina George. You're not Regina George. Stop trying to be Regina George. I will also say one thing. So, like, Mandy, you know, virgin shames Tess from Camp Rock in this movie. And then she, like, is... So, like, if Tess says something to her, she's like, whatever, virgin. And she makes out with her boyfriend. Now, back to this party that nobody went to. I feel like people would definitely go to Regina George's party. But also, I don't think that high school Regina George... Like, we met here... That she had a birthday party in 8th grade. But honestly, in mm-hmm. high school, I don't think Regina George was throwing any parties anymore. She doesn't send them, she just gets them. As far as, like, 
Right. You know, so Well there where was where was the Halloween that party? That was at Chris Eisner's. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, whatever. So but man it's really important that people come to Mandy's party. So she goes across the street and then she's like, Tess, you think you're so and she has hope bring Ipecac to drug it. And then but Tess immediately sees like them across yeah. She smells it. Like does does Ipecac have a smell? Potentially, um, I don't see why not. I think it's the only reason like, I the only reason I know about Ipecac is from Most Popular Girls in School mm-hmm. season one. <laughs> oh, that's such a good show! I am waiting for it to come back. <laughs> she had a, um, but also like she spotted like Regina's people and was like, "Well, we're not the only people who paid the pizza guy. Like, we're not eating this pizza." But like, she does let Nick. Uh, yeah. The boyfriend who is Mandy's boring. Like, he's as basically well. Shane Oman, but still somehow worse. And Shane Oman had like what, four lines? Like, <laughs> I don't know how they do it. But anyway. Um, they somehow pull so, it off. <laughs> um, so Mandy's like, you know what, Tess from Camp Rock, you think you're so great, you're so cool? Well, you're a virgin. Let me show you how we do here. And so she does the sloppiest, nastiest kiss with discount Shane Oman. And then he immediately throws up because <laughs> he's been eating the pizza. But honestly, I don't blame the Ipecac because that was a nasty kiss. I didn't like it on my screen. <laughs> Sometimes do you have like do you ever kiss somebody and then afterwards you're like, oh I feel a little pukey. <laughs> that was a little yucky, a bit of a mistake on my end. <laughs> That's disgusting. Ugh. Well like <laughs> and then so okay. So we've gone through the breakdown of like pretty much all the characters and why mean girls Two is just trash but i guess to sort of like wrap things up with this whole thing we talked about it before about how mean girls have like a really solid message katie was a sheltered girl she goes in through this stuff and she learns like she sees the error of her ways she takes her lumps she makes a decent apology gets uncancelled, and then peace is restored in the universe. (laughs) Can I just say real quick, the other reason this works for Mean Girls 1 is because Katie was homeschooled, so she hasn't been through all this stuff. This is... (laughs) She goes through discovering who she is Mm -hmm. within the course of a year, so she's like, oh, I don't really fit in with anybody. Oh, these people like me. Um, oh, so do these other pretty people. I don't really like them, but I kind of do, but... And so she's, like, discovering who she is in Mm -hmm. the realm of high school, where she has never been before. Yeah. And that's why it works so well in this movie. I think it's... Yeah. And it's, like, really clear. But Tess, on the other hand, she doesn't really learn anything. Like, so... It's implied that, like, yeah, she went, like, a little ham with the whole anti-plastics deal, and she's, like, she's becoming a Regina George-esque person, which is kind of sad that she's, like, kind of better at being Regina George than Mandy, but, like, that wasn't the point of the movie. And, like, at one point, uh, uh, what's her face? Chastity, Karen of this movie, has a crush on Tyler, so so Tess sees Chastity watching so many names. 
um, and watching. <laughs> Ema goes to kiss Tyler, and then Tyler's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing?" And then that happens. So she's being like mean. But then uh, Mandy, again, messing with stuff that I feel is out of the realm of the school and social status. But she gets. Uh, Tess from Camp Rock expelled and says that she stole the homecoming money but really she and fake Shade Omen stole the money and framed Tess for it but she gets expelled and she's like oh the Tess is just like man how did I get here uh, Mandy's such a liar but I was mean too she also oh I forgot to mention because like as far as learning anything it didn't really do much but Tess learned that it's bad to take money for being someone's friend and she really just likes spending time with Abby in a lot of ways and so she gave the money back was that really something you had to learn <laughs> well she I feel like that's innate well she needed money for college because the dad blew their money on some bad investments okay. but but she didn't learn that she knew it was wrong and she took it anyway and then she felt bad about it later. Yeah. That's not growth. Yeah. That's just... That's, another yeah, that's growth, another yeah. thing that... Another thing that Mean Girls 2, like, completely misses the mark on, and I'm sure we've, like, been implying this throughout the whole video, is just the way that it treats the antagonists. Like, Regina George is, like, she's a mean girl. Yeah, we get that. But at the end, she, like, she really comes around. Like, there's a little... Uh, line at the end where it's like oh like Regina learned how to like channel her anger and like join the field hockey team yeah. or whatever and we're like okay that's something and there's a deleted scene mm -hmm. where like I think everybody's yeah, seen it hopefully. at this point but like her and Katie are in the bathroom um, and she's like talking about something from her childhood she's like oh you know like uh, when I was little I had this like beautiful dollhouse but I never played with it and my mom said that she was going to give it to my cousin if I uh, didn't play with it. And then Katie's like, oh, so you started playing with it. And she goes, no, I threw it down to <laughs> I threw it down the stairs. I'm like, that's good. It's like, you know, like, you're like a little crazy, but like, you're fun. Like, I like you. You're a real person. <laughs> but like that, that's like, okay, like I, we got some, like, th there's character to her. She's not just like, I mean, like, there's a real person yeah, there. right. And then Mandy is just this caricature of, like, someone who sucks. <laughs> I have nothing <laughs> good, like, nothing smart like to say about Mean Girls 2. <laughs> told someone who... We made an AI oh, yeah, watch was... <laughs> high school movies. <laughs> and this an is AI. the Mean That's Girl it came up with. That's what the script feels like. We made an AI bot watch a thousand high school movies, and this is the script it yeah. wrote. It's all in all. I like you know we said before. This is quick reminder. This is still Lindsay Lohan month, and <laughs> <laughs> despite everything we have said this episode, and she did a really good job as Katie Heron and just everybody who worked in the movie you could tell so much love went into the original Mean Girls movie and like it's just so quotable so this came out a year after Freaky Friday just to point that out um, which honestly She's still killing yeah, it. Freaky Friday and Mean Girls are I think some like of the two best in a row. 
Lindsay what was, Lohan do you know what her movie before or after Freaky Friday or Mean Girls was? Um, no, but I can find out. Uh-huh. All right. But yeah, uh, Melanie Maron, who was the director of Mean Girls 2, you're a talentless <laughs> hack. Yeah, what happened? How dare How- you ruin this? Okay, so I guess um, Paramount Pictures bought the rights to Queen Bees and Wannabes. Um... So I guess they could just make a sequel without casting any of the old directors or producers <laughs> or anyone. I'm just like, because literally did they do nobody this? who worked on the original works on the sequel, except for um, Tim Meadows, apparently. Yeah. Okay, let's see. I'm just floored that this movie exists. I have the IMDb page for Lindsay Lohan. Free Friday came out in 2003. Um, Get a Clue was in 2002. That was directly before. Okay. All Um, right. So three hits in a row for Lindsay so far. Excellent. And technically right before Mean Girls was Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Four bangers in a row. Actually, I haven't seen uh, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen in quite a while. I never. S- I'm hoping it holds up. I never saw it. I did have the soundtrack. The soundtrack is great. Soundtrack is great. Megan Fox just looks stunning in that movie, and that's all I'm gonna say until we talk about it in the next episode. I think. <laughs> and then yeah. stay tuned for that, everyone. <laughs> and she check off Karina being gay in your bingo board. <laughs> she did a lot of like video shorts and stuff and then in 2005 she was in Herbie Fully Loaded uh, we don't need and to talk was... about that movie I think if we, we decided if we make another <laughs> Lindsay Lohan month maybe we'll work it in that was really like the last big Hit. thing that she did I'm looking. and then she did like Liz and Dick for Lifetime and that's bad I'm looking at these like her other credits and it's just like she played herself in a lot of things like Lee and yeah. Scary Movie Hi, 5 I'm I do remember that you might I remember me okay. I was on board with her Glee I'm not a fan of Glee so I mean I think it's just one of those things like honestly though like I Mercedes deserved better I I will just say I love Glee for all the things that the creator went on to make after like if we needed Glee to get to the politician okay I'm in (laughs) I'm just saying uh, Mr. Schuster deserves jail time oh my gosh totally Mr. Shu yes (laughs) no lock him up throw away the key for sure (laughs) Maybe we'll talk about Glee in the future. Maybe Glee will be uh, its own uh, <laughs> You're Welcome episode. <laughs> Just a series of Glee. All right. <laughs> oh, who's... Uh, what's the... Okay, well, because... Just real quick. Because I haven't watched Glee, I don't know what this character's name is. But the, the one with the weird hair. Oh, Puck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't need to talk yeah. about him. Remember when oh, Puck wow, was like years from now... Remember when Puck said, you know, years from now, I'm either going to be in jail or dead? Yeah, that, he was really That didn't age well. We don't need, look that up on your own time, kids, if you want, but I'm going to keep that (laughs) off the chair. Kids, kids specifically, children, no, stay away from this man. (laughs) Anyway, 
thank you guys for talking to me. Yeah, what a nice, what a nice note to end on. <laughs> thank you guys for talking to me about me. In girls. conclusion, <laughs> to the audience, you all get a piece of the spring f- fling crown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Click. <laughs> tosses it into the audience. Oh, I like that a lot. <laughs> You, your hair looks great. I you bet it took love you those shoes on you. <laughs> Regina, that dress broke her spine, and she still <laughs> looks amazing. <laughs> oh. You should totally stab Caesar. <laughs> yeah, whoever you like, Coco. You go, play Coco. And none for Gretchen Wiener. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that note thank you guys for listening and remember to comment like and subscribe because we all need friends bye bye